Alright, let's go. <clears throat> this podcast contains, uh, explicit language, adult beverages, delicious tobacco, and, what's that say? Flagrant misuse of dice? What does that even mean? Who the hell wrote this? To hell with it. I need a drink. Huh? Oh, okay, whatever. <clears throat> this is the Dice and Pipes podcast. Oh man, I love the intro music. Hey, welcome to Dyson Pipes, the home of bourbon, tobacco, and games. You can find us out on Twitter and Instagram at Dyson Pipes. Uh, for more information on the show, check out our website at DysonPipes.com. Oh, and by the way, Dyson Pipes, not the yes. percent Never. You got to spell it out. A-N-D. And it's not that hard. Right. One of the don't spell ampersand. Words. Don't put Dice ampersand pipes. We're not advanced yet. We don't know how to spell ampersand. Nobody does. Nah. It's like one of those. Where, it's like Wyoming. Have you ever met anybody who lives in Wyoming? No, no. Nah, I it's don't a care fucking to. Mystery. Neither do I. You know what? Fuck Wyoming. That's uh, what I say. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It's like purgatory. <laughs> uh, if you want to get additional content and help support the show, uh, check us out on Patreon. Become a real whiskey dick. Real whiskey dick. Yeah, nothing wrong with a little whiskey dick. You know. Just make sure when you can, you know, you, you fight through it and please the lady. Whiskey Dick's got a bad name. We're bringing it back. It does. It does. No, no, no. In a new light. Yeah. In a new light. What's going on, Brian? How are you? I am great. That's great um, The bugs have launched an assault on the house. I'm not sure if it's because it's going from hot to cold to hot to cold and the rain and the, the humidity, but the stink bugs. Mm. Have you dealt with the stink oh, bugs yet? All, yeah, yeah. Fuck I have a lot of stink bugs. These motherfuckers. And you, you can't squish them. No, you can. It gets stinky. Very stinky. And the mosquitoes here, they are... Like condors. It's like Mothra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to conjure up the spirit of Godzilla. Fight these motherfuckers at yeah. the house. They're tremendous. They are gigantic. Yeah, I can't believe it. So what are you drinking? What do you got over there? What, what, do, we, what do we got? We're finishing off this uh, 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 Glenn Levitt. Yep. You got to love it, the Glenn Levitt. Mm. Glenn Levitt. Sure. Whatever. Danny we'll Scottish. Danny Glover. Danny Glover. What a great actor. He wasn't bad. Come on. Lethal Weapon? Predator? Two. Right. Yeah. Awful. Nobody likes Predator 2. Most people don't like any movie with the two after it. Mm. Most people. Not all people. Most people. I think you're right. You know? Sequels tend to suck. They do. Which is really unfortunate. You would think at some point people would understand that sequels are bad, that they would just stop making sequels. Just right. end it. Nope. Got to keep it going. Apparently. Yes. The sequel to Pathfinder is very good. Pathfinder? The, the, the board the, game. The tabletop RPG game for the Noids. Oh, is it now? Very good. But wouldn't that be... Yeah, but this is movies. Games? Like, I can see with games you have plenty of time to like kind of revamp the rules, you know? These are sequels. Like, you, you've built up all this hype, these actors, mm -hmm. you know, you've become so influenced by it because, you know, you, you definitely take 100% what their personal political opinions are. So, like, you definitely... They're what? They're, fuck me. This is what We're starting early. Son of a bitch. A 10. Fuck, I drank on a 10. Oh, just... 
by the oh. hair of your ass. I'm all for three today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not good. What I meant to say was their personal political opinions. Yes. That's what I was. So we're drinking Glenlivet, smoking the Cerberus. Yep, I got the White Knight. I can't get to the bottom of it, though. I'm going to have to repack that bitch. Well, that's because you're smoking out of a dangerous weapon. I am. It's a, a log. You might want to put that pipe in the middle of the table, uh, because if you lift up the laptop on the other side, you're going to flip this fucking table <laughs> <It's> listing. <laughs> so what are we talking about today, you might ask? That is a very good question. Today, we're going to cover... Atari. Oh, a retro topic. We are doing a retro topic today. So let me stop you right there. Yes, please. What happened in the real world <clears throat> that is requiring us to do a retro show? I'm in jail. <laughs> <laughs> and what are you in jail for? I don't know, but nobody's coming to post my bond. I would. You would. No, well, that's why you're not doing the show by yourself. You're trying to post bail for me. It's that's true. Yeah, that's right. I'm fundraising. Yeah. I'm doing uh, car washes in a bikini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that would be so hot in the middle of winter. Speaking of bikini, have you seen the video of those two guys from Texas that murdered Jeez. their neighbor over the, the mattress? Oh, my God. And the son's chest hair looks like a yes. bikini top? I th- He's wearing a two-piece. Yeah. <laughs> he's definitely wearing a two-piece. I was staring at the video like, why is that guy wearing a bra? Oh, my God, that's hair. I, I think I was more offended by him wearing that than him blowing somebody's face off with a shotgun. Yeah. You know, that, hell of a shot. Yeah, no, no, no. He is great. You know. He is great. He's a real. God damn it! What was the name of that uh, that Looney Tunes character? Uh, Yosemite Sam. Real Yosemite Sam. Do you think he Yosemite Sam underneath his cowboy outfit had some bra hair covering up his man titties? Yeah, yeah totally, totally. His was red though. This guy in the video was more. Dang, you, know. you vermin! <laughs> oh, you darn crazy galoot! So anyway, we're going to be covering Atari. We'll talk about some games, maybe some history behind Atari. Yeah, we can find any. But first, yes, a toast. Ooh. You know what aggravates me? Hmm. And you, you let me know if you agree with me. There is very few things that infuriate me more than going to a restaurant and seeing a couple, man and woman in a booth, sitting next to each other, as opposed to <laughs> across from each other. Dude, that shit drives me fucking crazy. Please tell me that when you go out to eat with your wife, you don't sit next to each other like two children. No, we uh, don't. You sit across from each I'll other. I'll toast to that. Yeah, please, thank you. The only time two people together should be sitting next to each other is when it's parent and child. It is the only time I find it acceptable. Yeah, but even then, I still think it's acceptable to sit across from each other. It is. It is. I'm know? saying the only time somebody can sit next to you is if it's your your offspring or a, or a child you're trying to impress. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of To Catch a Predator. Where's your hand? Uh, anyway, we'll move on from that one. Yeah, I don't know. There's just something very disturbing when, when you look at a booth or a table where two people are sitting on like the same edge of a table and there's yeah. nobody across from them. I would say that you have probably a slight affliction of OCD. Oh, I would I would definitely say that I do. Um, but, but this has nothing to do with OCD. No, this, this has to a, do more with, like we might as well, dude, I, I'm telling you right now, if you said, hey, Chris, I got a great idea. When we do this podcast, we should sit next to each other. Is that why you asked me? Of course that's why Multiple I times. Yes. Are we I had to make to sure that we're sitting across from each other. This shit drives me crazy. Yeah. Now, granted, yeah, half of it might be OCD, but the other half is definitely like, how the fuck do you talk to somebody? Like, who wants a stiff neck? I, I would side eye, I, a side eye, everybody. You would what? Fuck. Yeah. 
I'm sorry. Psy-I? Like psyops? Yes, it would be a psyop. It would be a psyop at the diner. All right, let me roll. Can you blow on this for me? <sighs> there you go. Fuck! Oh, a 20! Oh, a 20! Hail to the king, baby. Damn it. Oh, feel my wrath. Oh, fucking, you're so lucky I love Scott. And the warrior fell. God damn it. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, that's such a good sound. Thank you, dragon. I got, now I have to name the dragon. Uh, name him Glenn Livet. Romulus. Romulus. There you go. Fuck. That's a good point. Glenn. Glenn. Glenn the dragon. Generic dragon. Glenn the generic dragon. Yes. Good. Defeated you. Fucking prick. Anyway. Yeah. So I think that's a fair toast. Now, what about uh, nope booths that are semicircle? You know, that, that presents a bit of a quandary now, doesn't it? How would you sit in a semicircle booth? I mean, I know what I would do is I would sit on one edge, you would sit on the other edge, and we would look at each other like human beings. Yeah, I would think that that would be the, the fair way to, to do it. But I would also believe that in a semicircle booth, there have to be chairs on the part of the circle that's not present in, in no, the booth I'm thinking, form. No, because I'm thinking of like a like where you're watching some kind of entertainment. And, and like that, strippers. And that, <laughs> sure. Now, now, if we're at a strip club, now uh -huh. I think it's perfectly acceptable that we could be within like an arm's distance of each other. We don't have to be facing each other because our attention shouldn't be on each other. It should be on the broads. If and if you made it a point to sit across from me... And stare well, at you. <laughs> we're in a strip club. <laughs> we, we've got some serious problems. <laughs> I, would, I would sit... At, if there was a stripper in front of us. Yes. Let's just say dealing poker. How's her asshole? Somebody... Who's who's playing uh, Texas Hold'em would get their cards, but I fold, and they would go right behind her and just start <laughs> just start eating the ass, uh, and she would have no reaction, no none whatsoever. Uh, and I would just stare at you the entire time, waiting to leave. Well, yeah, my my eyes would be fixated on your eyes, <laughs> just in fear of witnessing the horror that was taking place <laughs> next to me, you know. And then I would go check, please. <laughs> I'm done. Atari, huh? Oh, man. What a system. Was it your first real system? Yes. It was. Well, I had a speaking spell first. H-O-G-E-O. -E <laughs> what color? Red? Yellow. You had a yellow one? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I had a red one. I also had a Commodore 64. But I can only remember two games, I believe, on the Commodore 64. One was Congo Bongo. Congo Bongo. Terrible game. But in my youth, it was an amazing game. These were games on floppy disk. Right. You know, Actual. Floppy. Which were called hard disks. Hard disks. But they yeah, were floppy. They were floppy. What were they, four and a half inch? Because they had to make uh, some sort of like differentiation with the size, right? Because didn't they go to like three and a quarter or three and a half? Those real hard disks? This is so yeah. fucking nerdy. But yeah, Congo Bongo and I believe Qbert with the two games I played on the Commodore 64. And then I graduated to uh, the Atari, which, to my knowledge, um, just like my Nintendo, fell off the back of a truck. I'm well, sorry. Well, yeah, yeah, it just it, miraculously. Like you were moving? No, no, no. I was, like, standing in the front of my house one day, and a truck drove by with the back tailgate open, and poof, right out. Atari. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. Was it damaged? Hand-delivered by my grandfather. 
oh. a true fucking gentleman in this world. They don't make them like he. It's very sad. Okay. They don't make him like what? Yeah, I'm rolling you, motherfucker. <laughs> I said him, and I rolled a 16. Him. Make him like him. So, let's start, I think, with the design of the Atari. Um, that beautiful wood grain, oh classy, God. timeless, some yes. would say. Yes. Uh, it's not timeless. No, it's timeless. Um, that timeless look. It was modern chic. Yes. Yes, you're not sure if it was an Atari or a station wagon, because they all had the wood grain. <laughs> they were the same size. As, they were, as it yeah, were. yeah. That was a gigantic um, console. It's amazing. So, so you, you had the console. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the back was a power plug. Yes. And then the fucking prongs of Satan himself, mm-hmm. um, that would come out, and you would have to screw them, sons of bitches, oh into the God. back of the TV. Yes. Uh, we're not fucking with coaxial. No, 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 no. Or like the old audio-visual cables. Right, right. No, um, no we're, we're getting these little prongs and screwing them into the back of the TV. And then in the front, there were four ports uh, for the controllers. Yes. And, of course, the controller was... What an a, epic controller. A block yes. with a stick coming out the top mm-hmm. and one... How many? One. One what? Red button. Oh, it was awesome. It's all you needed was one button. That's it. The rest of the buttons, as it were, were on the console itself. All the little switches mm-hmm. and dials and doodads. Um, I don't even remember what those things did. Nobody does. I think there was like a reset. Yeah, there was a reset switch. Um, and a power. Power switch. But then there was like modes. Right. Game mode one, two, and mm-hmm. three. Uh, that would fuck with the game. And, you know, you could do different things with that. Right, right. So... Let's uh, let's get into it. Where where was your Atari it, geographically in your home? Oh, I was in the living room. The living room. Yeah, because we only had one TV in the house. Oh shit! Yeah. What the TV look like? Well, like, oh, dude, it was a gigantic box on the floor that went up. With yeah, the, yeah. The wood yeah, frame it had around like a it. wood frame around yeah. it. Where we didn't have a remote control, my family called it a marjol. I have no idea why. A marjol. I have no idea what the fuck that is. How do you spell that? Um, I'm gonna look it up right now. Is that like an Italian word? Um, like fragile? No, 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 no. I don't know. I think it was almost a made-up word. Marjol. Mar. Mar. M a r j i l. Marjil. Margarine. Marjol. Marjol. I don't know. But anyway, that's what uh, I'm going to look this up as we as we discuss this. But I remember, yes, we had one of those old cabinet TVs, those yeah. old, you know, wooden TVs. And the Atari was was hooked up to that. That's back when your TV was furniture. Oh, this thing was fucking furniture. All right. Yeah. I don't remember because those TVs had to weigh millions of pounds. It's funny because I remember the delivery guy from Crazy Eddie's. He kind of looked like Bruce Banner. So. Yeah, I think the Hulk delivered my right, t- my yeah. television. What the fuck is a mar? I-, I can't even find it, dude. I don't even know how to spell it. I'm feeling M A R G I L. I should have looked this up before the show, but M A R ampersand four <laughs> four. You sank my battleship, Marjol. What the fuck does that even mean? My my family is retarded. Marjol. Hey, pass me the Marjol. Hey, That's Chris, give say. me the marjol. Maybe it is an Italian. I doubt it's an Italian thing. That does not sound Italian. Hmm. Sounds my, ghetto. My grandparents. 
It was a ghetto Give me a motherfucking module! That's what happens when you grow in the poor section of Brooklyn. My grandparents used to call the remote the volume. Give me the volume? The volume. Yeah. Makes sense. Because that's that's probably the only button that was on the remote at the time when they first yeah. came out with the remote. Louder. Yeah. yeah. Louder. <laughs> where, um, was, uh, where was your Atari? You were one of those bougie kids. You had a TV in your room. You fucked, didn't you? I yeah. see it in your face. Yeah. I know you did. It was small. It was only like 32 inch. But <laughs> uh, it was a small CRT TV um, with the tubes in the back. The tubes uh, with the little remote you had to turn to get to the channel. And video games would yes. only work on channel? 9,000. Three. Mm-hmm. Channel three. The good old the, UHF and VHF yeah. TV? Yeah, with for the, the video games. Yep. Yeah. I uh, couldn't get anything else on the TV, so it was just for video games. Uh, Did you have the uh, like the old HBO converter box? We didn't get that until later. That was probably during like my NES days. Um, okay. And we got one uh, in the basement of my house. We had a wet bar, like a floating bar, oh, I yeah, guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was pretty big. Um, and the bar top was kind of like that... It almost looked like marbled wood, if that makes any sense, with like a laminate coating on it. You were so rich. And then, yes. And no, I wasn't. Uh, and then a big foam pad for when you would get drunk and fall, oh. and your chin <laughs> would hit. You know, you wouldn't break your wouldn't face. Smash your teeth out. Yeah. Um, my dad sold that to somebody for free in exchange for. Um, I'm sorry, what? They he sold it. He sold for it for free, free in exchange for one of those uh, cheater boxes. Oh, uh, okay. Um, which went that went in the living room, and uh, that's where we would watch all of our wrestling pay per views. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. every time the wrestling pay per view was on, my poor dad was a wreck, thinking that the FBI was about to crash through the front window. Of course, and we shoot all. all of us. Yep. No, I remember those <laughs> days. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, they couldn't track that shit. No, 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 no. So, yeah, the Atari was in my room, cheater box in the living room. Okay. Oh, uh, so you had endless hours of Atari. Yeah. Yeah, not very many games, but no, but still, you yeah. the, the few games that you had, you can play pretty much as as much as you wanted. Unlike me, where you know I had to fight with multiple people to try to play the games because you know it was me and my brother, and then I had to deal with my father and and you know my mother, and we also lived with my grandparents, so everybody was sharing the TV, and it yeah. was uh, and nobody could find the fucking Marjol. The fucking Marjol was gone, missing all the time, always stuck on channel three. Right, play my Atari. Uh, Did you know? Uh, no, I found this out. Yes, briefly. Did you know that there was a video game crash of 1983? Did you ever hear about this? Yes. You've heard about this? Yeah. No, you haven't. Yes. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. I never knew about this. Were you even born in 1983? Yeah, this the year I was born. That's probably why the video <laughs> game <world> crashed. <laughs> no, like, what happened? What happened out. was, uh, from my understanding. Yes. Yes. As a layman. Everyone was making games for the Atari. Everyone. Every Tom, Dick, and even Harry uh, were making games. And there was no quality control. There was no nothing. People were just making games, and the games were terrible. Mm. And the game that is credited for actually causing the crash, right? Crash Bandicoot? Uh, E.T. Oh. And there's actually a landfill out in like New Mexico or or Vegas uh, that's filled Filled with games, Ataris, all kinds no of shit. Way. Because they had them just sitting in their shelves and they couldn't get rid of them. Wait, hold on. I'm going to say right now, if this show takes off yes. at one point uh-huh. in our existence, yeah. okay, what we're going to do, we're going to do a live show. Uh-huh. 
and we're going to do it from this landfill. It's been done already. I don't give a fuck. What else. We're going to do it bigger <laughs> and, and better, better and uncut. We're going to have to roll for every dig that we take. Oh, it's going to be great. Every shovel full has to be a roll. Every time we're going to be rolling. I'm going to be so wasted. Wait, people have filmed shows there. Yeah, there's a documentary from uh, Xbox, I think, did one. What's um, Xbox? That's very low-level shit. I've never heard of Xbox. All right. Fuck them. Anyway, all right. We should do a show from there. That would be fun. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll do a show wow. from anywhere. That's why I bought those la- 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 lavalier That's why you mics. bought the what? Fuck. Come on, baby. Fuck your dragon. Glenn, don't let me down. Come on, Glenn. Come on, Glenn. You're on my oh. side. <laughs> that should be an instant fumble. You drop that shit on the ground. Where is it? All right, we're, we're searching for the die. Brian's lost the dice. I got it. He's got it. He's got it. Rolled. Here we go. 14. Bullshit. 14. Fucking cheater. That shit was a two on the floor. I know it. So anyway, there was a uh, video game crash back in 1983. They called it the Atari Shock. The Atari Shock. Yes. Well, that's what they referred to it as Uh. in in Japan. Because I would imagine in Japan they were making a a bulk of these these games. Yes. But what I find amazing... Do you know what the revenue for video games... um, What it was in 1983? What? 3.2 3.2 billion dollars. Righteous box. Dude, that's a lot of money. Like you think that's fucking what? Like 700 years ago. 1983? Yeah. A long time ago. So seven, like, seven, yeah. like yeah. that's like when the dinosaurs were still around. Yeah. Um I've seen land before time. That checks out. Yeah, yeah. No, it's legit. I know. Fucking Littlefoot was walking right down the block. That was like during the Paleolithic era. Yeah, watch out for sharp tooth. See, I didn't have to roll on that one. But I'll say the word the and I'll fuck <laughs> that one up later. Um <laughs> By 1985, yes. revenues had dropped <laughs> to like a hundred million dollars. Ninety-seven percent drop off. People weren't feeling the Atari. No, as no, it no, turns no, no, no. Out. I guess they just were not feeling console games in general. Yeah. Well, the 5200 came out. Uh, the Atari 5200, mm-hmm. uh, and that was a widely considered a ravaging piece of shit. Why did you go eat a decrepit <laughs> piece of crap? It's speculated that they actually intentionally sent the console out with a malfunctioning controller. No. Because as legend has it, there's not a single pack-in controller that works. Bullshit, really? Yeah, I get all my information from Angry Video Game Nerd. He did a whole thing on this. No way. He made a whole movie about it. Get out of here. Yep. This game is diarrhea coming out of my dick. pretty cool. 3.2 million to 100 million. Hmm. Well, it didn't help that they were doing uh, wacky uh, giveaways. Um, what do you mean? Type into your little Google machine there. Um, I don't the, use Google. Uh, I refuse. What, Fuck Google. Bing? You binging it? Yeah, yeah, I bing it. Even though I don't, I don't really, I don't want to use them. But whatever. Okay. Somehow find uh, the Sword Quest Atari giveaway. Sword Quest Atari. What happened with that? Uh, so in the midst of this collapse of of Atari video games, Atari was giving away something like two or three hundred thousand dollars in prizes for this wacky Atari game called Sword Quest. There's five, there's Sword Quest one, two, three, four, and five, or some shit like that. And you'd have to complete the game and then take the clues from the game and apply that to a comic book that came with the game, and then unscramble the words oh, that God. makes a sentence and then mail it in. And you would win like a crown, a philosopher's stone, a sword, 
uh, uh, all kinds of stuff. I'm going to need for you to retard your anger. That sounds horrible. And it was valued at like three or $400,000 at the time, which you said that the video games were at, what, like a $100 million? $100 million. Yeah, so we're cutting into that a little bit with this wicked giveaway. That's terrible. At the end, did it tell you to be sure to drink your Ovaltine? <laughs> It's a crummy commercial. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Ah, fragile. It must be Italian. That my whole childhood was was predicated on this word, margil. I'll never be the how same. Many, how many beatings would you think you got? Oh, my God. For dude. losing a margil. It's not even a real word. You can't even lose the margil, though. Dude, the margil was like the size of your fucking laptop. Yeah. You know, it was tremendous. I remember in order to operate this margil, you had to use two fucking hands. Right. It was huge. It was huge. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. It was so... F it, it, you would put it down and it would sink into the cushion of the couch. Um, it it must have like weighed 50 person. pounds. Yeah. 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 It was like a small child sitting next to you. Anyway, so the Atari. What are your first memories of the Atari? When I hear Atari, the first thing that comes to mind is E.T. Because I was one of the people that did have that piece of shit game um but in speci in specifics the first thing i would think of when i think of atari is falling down the pit as et um that's just what the game was about falling in pits good you fall in pits and then and your head goes up and you float out of the pit then you fall back in the pit and you float out of the pit and that's it and then you fall back in and then you're out of energy and you die what a horrible game and that's why they're sitting in a landfill in new mexico what about you? Dude, I love my Atari. There's a lot of remember Joust? Yeah, oh yeah, come on, man. Joust was a good game. Berserk? Berserk. Berserk. I forget the premise, but you were like I wanna say you were a guy. I don't know what the fucking principle of the game was. You just shot people. Okay. It was a very primitive game. Right. They, yeah. It it wasn't I mean, to my recollection, it wasn't anything like Pitfall. You know, Pitfall was cool. You'd run and... You could actually tell what you were looking at. Yeah, yeah, Berserk yeah. was probably... You were a rectangle moving around shooting little squares. Yeah. Very like, uh, very similar to... Uh, what's the other one that we were talking about? Combat? Yeah. Where you'd play like a series of games. There was like all these games involved. And... Which was cool as shit. I loved combat. Like Tank... Yep. Dude, tank was like one of my favorite things. You know, you'd just operate this fucking tank and you'd use these obstacles... And you would try to, uh, you know, like fire these volleys and, you know, attack your enemy. It, it was such a, it was ahead of its time. I thought it was awesome. By the way, what are bars? So confused. Uh, there it is. Yeah. What are we, animals? We can't be savages here. I have no idea how many bars and measures I've spoken. Uh, a know. lot, apparently. But I will go on record and say I've spoken about 27 minutes and two seconds. Good. I had... E.T., the extraterrestrial. Okay. I had uh, Joust. I forgot about the Joust. Yeah. I had some bullshit pinball game. Um, Pinball, like legit pinball, yeah. right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, I had uh, some Sesame Street game, I want to say. Or Smurfs, perhaps. Hmm. I do not remember that. I can't remember. Uh, th th this was berserk. You get it, it almost looked okay. like you were in Tron. Robotron. Not to be confused with Tron. No, no, no. I mean like Tron. Robotech. Remember the no, not Robotech. Uh, remember the original Tron. Yes. The uh, th those machines that they would fight, like the 
What the fuck is that on my phone? Like the actual bad guys that you would fight, yes, kind of resembled yep. them. But it was almost like tank, where you'd have to shoot and you'd hide behind like these walls to, you know, uh, you know, you'd use it as cover. Oh my god, what about jungle hunt? You'd like jump on the vines. Never had that. Over Never shit. even heard of that. Oh my, Atlantis. No, never had that. Spy Hunter. Remember you yes, in the car? Spy Hunter. You would transform hunter. into like a motorcycle or a boat. Yeah, and then you'd get the, uh, like the grease. You can like shoot out behind or like, you, you get the cars that like would run up to you when they'd have the, uh, like out of their tires. They would try to like fucking drive you off the road. Okay, yeah, I'm looking at that. Are, are you on Games Radar? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I am too. All right, good. Yeah, let's go through these games then together. Let's go to the top. All right, let's go to the top. Everyone top. open your work, work books. <laughs> uh, Dude, even just seeing the console at the top just brings back memories. Yeah. The top 25 Atari 2600 games. Let, let's go through you the know, list. There's not as much wood on here as I remember. No, it was all in the front panel. Yeah. Yeah, it was all the front panel. Then you put the cartridge like dead center on the top. Dude, one fucking button. It's it's really incredible, like, back then, what you can get away with just using a joystick and one button. Right. You know? And the amount of games that they were able to come out with. Uh, number 25 in this list was Defender. I really don't remember this game. I do. You do remember it's it. hard as balls. Really? Yeah. Was it a scrolling game, or it was yep. a... Uh, yep. Okay, it was. You were always on... Uh, if you look at that picture there, the little red ship. Yes. In the bottom left corner, that's you. Uh, and your button shot lasers, and I think you got like a hyperdrive somehow. Ooh. I don't know how that would oh, work on account of there's only one button. In the game, the player pilots a spaceship that is tasked with defending the humans on the surface while destroying the aliens that pop up on the screen. The second joystick is used to control many of the extra features, like hyper. Ah, that's how you did it, hyperspace. Which is a wise move, considering the original Defender instead had the player going off screen in order to use such things. So let me get this straight. You would sit there, you would play this game by yourself, mm-hmm. but you would need two controllers hooked up. Really, it's like a twin-stick shooter. It is. It's almost like you're in a real cockpit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Controlling your throttle, which was your uh, hyperspace, and your main controller was used to control your guy and shoot these fucking stupid-looking aliens. Dude, looking back now, how horrible were these graphics? But what's amazing is if you look at the top in this little white... So to give everybody out there kind of a, a description of what this is showing, uh, again, we're on gamesradar.com, top 25 Atari 2600 games. Uh, Defender 2, at the top, I think it's neat. It has like this uh, U-shaped white box, and it almost shows you like what's going on behind you. Yes. And what's going on currently and what is about to take place in front of you. And I think it, it's it's neat. It so looks it, like a map of like the entire screen. Right, right. If the screen was maybe like four or five screens wide. Right. Um, yeah, which is pretty neat. Fancy. Do you get the same ad as me? Do you have this cool jacket? Look how fucking nice that jacket uh, is. No, I don't have the jacket. Son I got a uh, save up to 74% off on a magazine subscription to myfavoritemagazines.com. Oh. Interesting. Um, so number 24 is Berserk. And that was a fun game. Thinking back, I don't know as a kid, because I think, if I remember correctly, I think I graduated pretty quickly from like the Atari to the Nintendo. Yeah, me too. 
I don't know if there is a game on Atari that I actually completed. I don't think you could complete very many games. They were just looping games, ET, right? You could complete. Okay. Um, but like Galaga, I don't know if that's going to be on here, but uh, I think Pitfall you could complete. But they were more like high score games. Yes. Like you were all chasing the, games the were. high score. Right. Yeah, because I don't remember beating any game. Yeah, like Star Wars, um, The Empire Strikes Back, you were a snowspeeder killing uh, the at And. Uh, all you would do is just shoot them. They would blow up. You'd go to the next one, shoot it, and blow up, and you'd just see how many you could blow up before right. you finally went down. Right. Um, yeah, what seemed to be like the, the main purpose of these games. It was yeah. just basic like longevity. Exactly. And that's all it was. Um, that's why if you want a little taste of nostalgia yes. on the PS4. Okay. Uh, Gun. Never heard of it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah? Resogun is awesome. What the fuck is it? Uh, it looks kind of like Defender, except awesome. Really? And you just chase the high score. Okay. There was a game similar to Defender that I remember playing on the Sega Genesis. Dude, I can't remember what the fucking name of it was. But it's funny Life because... Life Force? Life Force, yes. And as weird as this is going to sound, and I can't believe I'm about to admit this on a podcast. Um, you played it nude. How the fuck did you know? You just I could tell by looking at you. No, even worse. I did not play it nude, but it was right around the time. Like, I, my my parents were always into, like, classic rock. Like, my mom is a big Iron Maiden fan. She actually really enjoys old Metallica. <laughs> um, never really got into mediocre Megadeth, but, you know, liked Iron Maiden and old Metallica. Um, my father is a big Janis Joplin fan. So my, my family is very big into like rock, metal, classic rock, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, Queen. You know, I always enjoyed Queen, and sure. I remember getting on cassette Queen's greatest hits. And when I had Life Force, I remember, dude, playing that game hours on end. Oh, we should really save this for when we get into the NES. But anyway, I remember playing this game like hours on end, listening to Queen. I don't know why. I did something similar. It's just like a very, like this lasting memory on, uh, in my P- mind. PS1 for Metal Gear Solid. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you remember on PlayStation, you could take the game out. As long as you have to go through a load zone, you could take the game out and put a CD in. And listen to music. While you play the game. Yes. If you went through a load zone, then you're fucked. Right. But I would always play Metal Gear Solid to the soundtrack of uh, Marilyn Manson Mechanical Animals. Oh, okay. Don't know why. But it was your thing. Yeah. And that's what you associate yep. with that game. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, we used to do that. There was a racing game that we used to play. I forget what the fucking name of it. I think it was not Burnout. I don't know. It was some racing game. But we used to do the same shit. You would load the game in, and then you'd pop the disc out. You would throw your uh, your music in, right. and then listen to it for the duration of the race, which was cool. Uh, Berserk, right? Yeah, yeah, Berserk. Uh, with some skill, players could move themselves so that robots ran into walls or even shoot each other. But Evil Otto always came if they lingered too long, balancing things out and making escaping from the entrance to the exit of any screen more complicated. Yes. That is a horrible description of that game. It's terrible. <laughs> and and to be honest, I remember owning this game, and I, re- I remember playing it. I don't remember anything about Evil Otto. No idea who the fuck that is. He was so evil it was wiped from your memory. Yes. Not like... What was it? Doctor Strange? 
from Inspector Gadget. What was that? Dr. Of- Claw. Dr. Claw, not Dr. Strange. Anyway, number 23, Jungle Hunt. Ooh, Jungle Hunt. Lots of cunts. Um, this game consisted of a series of scenes that the players was... was oh, yes. I'm going to check myself on that because that was just a, an egregious... And the roll? 19. Oh, God. that was close. Thank you, God. Uh, let me try that again. <clears throat> the player was required to traverse. Uh, the first, a level of ropes the character must swing across. Then a crocodile-infested river they must ford followed by a scene where the player must run under boulders and jump over rocks to reach the final screen. In that final area, only two spearmen block the path to rescue the girl. What the fuck did that just say? That was the worst (laughs) (laughs) description of a game I think I've ever read. Okay, I'm going to read it again. Yes. This is exactly how it's written. The game consisted of a series of screens. Nope. Fuck. This is getting rough. Yes. That was my my screw up. Not Come theirs. on, Glenn, don't fail me. What is it? Ah, yes. Fine. Oh, you need more. Yeah, here. Come on. Wait. Oh. oh, that's so nice. I love that game. There we go. Okay, let's try this again. I'm trying to shit on the way they wrote this, and I can't even say it right. The game consisted of a series of scenes that the player was required to traverse. The first, a level of ropes the character must swing across. Then a crocodile-infested river they must ford, followed by a scene where the player must run under boulders and jump over rocks to reach the final screen. Fuck's sake, man, you're amateur. In that final area, only the two spearmen block the path to rescue the girl. What the fuck are they trying to say? Well, I like how they reference the two spearmen, like you're supposed to know who the fuck they are. Right. You know, like, oh, that's right. Those two spearmen. I gotcha. Though it may sound straightforward, the second difficulty setting simulated depth and excellent color. Make Jungle Hunt a cartridge worth tracking down. Fuck's sake, man. You're That's not me fucking up. That's how it's written. The second difficulty setting, comma, simulated depth and excellent color. Make Jungle Hunt a cartridge worth tracking down. I think... I think this description was written by an asshole. No, by the Siamese twins that own the laundromat. <laughs> the, the, I'm just going out on a limb. That's either a call back or a call forward. We'll find out. Oh. Only time will tell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next game I've never heard of. I had it. Bullshit. Yep. River Raid. Um, so you're a plane, it, it appears. Um, and you're raiding a river. You're raiding a river. You're going against helicopters and boats. How iconic is yes. that score number at the bottom of the screen? Score number? The, uh, at the bottom of the screen, the little yellow 1660. Um, oh, yes, yes, yes. Every yes. Atari game had the score right yes. there. Yes. I thought you meant it at the bottom of my phone screen, which says P3. Portable protein pack? Learn yes. more. I need. I need to learn more. I'm very tempted to click on that. I no. need protein. Is there protein in Glenlivet? It's all protein. Good. That's what I thought. See, it's the building block of life. Fuck the P3. This has amino acids that's and right. protein. The, what more and antioxidants. <laughs> now, the next game, Atlantis. Well, I'm sorry. Hold on. Oh, yes, please. <clears throat> River Raid. It was also one of the first games to proceed. Fuck's sake, man. You're amateur. What is happening? Excuse me? 
okay, here's here's the description of River Raid. It was also <laughs> one of the first games to procedurally generate the placement of enemies and other objects, making it near impossible to try and memorize a set path. While it might not be the best Atari 2600 game, it certainly is a staple in any collection. How do you start it with, it was also, wouldn't that dictate, you know what, Games Radar is a piece of shit. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> Fuck's sake, man, you're amateur. All right, next. Now, I would see if one of the prior games had referenced that game being a procedurally generated game. Yes, but you would say this is also. Right. Nope. Nope. Games Radar, man. They're good. What is your major malfunction, numbnuts? Uh, number 21, Atlantis. Yes. Their website is so terrible that I don't even have a description. However, under the picture, they do have the iconic score. Yes. Uh, I'm just waiting for it to load. My I got it. Thank you. The player uses three stationary missile bases to fire at invaders dropping from the sky. In order to destroy them, the player must time their shots so that they intersect with the interlopers at exactly the right moment. Atlantis is also highly praised for being one of the first games with a true ending. When all of Atlantis is destroyed, a small craft escapes to fight again another day. This website doesn't want to load for me. You might have to read all 20. It's going to suck when you have to roll. I know, it's getting Dude, harder. <laughs> no, nothing wants to, after Jungle Hunt, like nothing wants to load on my screen. Mm. Well, number 20 is Demon Attack. Oh, what a great game that I never heard of. Demon Attack? Never heard of it. Um, this looks kind of like a Space Invaders or, or uh, Galaga. Oh, okay. Uh, the player is represented by a spaceship that shot vertically at demons that shot right back. Over time... Wouldn't they shoot right back? Shooting right back at right you. Right back at you. Not around you. <laughs> Not kind of towards you, but... They're shooting right at you. Nope, right at you. Uh... Over time, different waves would have different attributes, like splitting when hit. While the graphics for the Atari 2600 weren't terribly impressive, even at the time of release, Demon Attack went on to become the best-selling image cartridge on the system. Oh, good for you! Okay. Uh, the web page was reloaded because a problem occurred. <laughs> the problem. Okay, here we go. Uh, uh, joust. Yeah. I had joust up. Oh, here we go. I can read joust. You got it. I got it. And go. And go. So joust, another one, again, with an iconic score at the bottom of the screen. Uh, yes, I had this game as well. So the game pits the player as a knight with a lance riding. <laughs> <laughs> now, what would you be riding while you're jousting? A horse. None other than Clyde. a flying ostrich. Not Clyde? No, not Clyde. You're on a flying ostrich. With the goal of knocking the other ostrich-riding knights about, gathering eggs, and survival in general. As the waves progress, what more... <laughs> Dude, uh, let me read that sentence again, because that's not yeah, even in English. Did you have to roll? Did I'm you screw kid... that up? No, 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 no. Oh, no. Okay. They should roll. I almost feel bad for them. I want to drink for them. The game pits the player as a knight with a lance riding a flying ostrich with the goal of knocking the other ostrich-riding knights about, gathering eggs, and survival in general. <laughs> What the fuck's sake, man, fuck. you're amateur. As the waves That's all one sentence, <laughs> by all the one way. Sentence, yes, separated by a, a mere, what, two commas. No, I'm sorry, one comma. As the waves progress, more enemies attempt to unseat the player. On. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fucking kidding. 
As the waves progress, comma, more enemies attempt to unseat the player, period, on, period, and there's lava, period. Did we mention that there's lava? Holy shit. How is this game not number one? On. On, period. Uh, well, since you did two in a row, I'll do two. Okay, in a row. good. Spy Hunter, it's only fair, right? Uh, gameplay primarily consists of two segments. Land and water. <laughs> oh, shit. good for you. The player pilots a car. <laughs> this is fucking terrible. Dude. Oh, God. Game's radar. <laughs> the player pilots a car and then a boat in the yes. different acts uh, that tries to avoid or destroy the enemy vehicles chasing them. It also comes with a special controller piece that would let two joysticks be conjoined. Easy. Not conjoined twins. Just conjoined for the purposes of playing the game. So the player could use both the machines, both the machines, at the front of the vehicle and the back. Fuck's sake, man, you amateur. Fuck? Okay. Uh, I never had this game. Uh, I don't know how I came into contact with it. I think my dad might have played it. I don't remember. Uh, number 17. Yeah, I would tell you if the picture would load. Mm. Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. And they. I'm sorry that your picture can't load because this may be the best screenshot of, of everything we've seen so far. No way. Holy shit. Is that a crystal skull? <laughs> no, it's, no. Uh, it's uh, Indiana Jones on um, spring shoes. Oh, I'm sorry. It loaded and I finally see the penis. I got it. Ah, yes. Very phallic. Very phallic. The game loosely follows the plot of the movie and requires a series of somewhat obscure steps in order to complete it and find the arc. Both joysticks are necessary, one for movement, one for the player's inventory. And if that weren't complicated enough, certain events only occur at random intervals in the game. What is your major malfunction, numbnuts? Even with the ridiculous difficulty... Raiders of the Lost Ark was a wonderfully varied game for something as simple as the Atari 2600. Too bad the movie tie-ins didn't remain this good for long. Da, da, da. Oh, man. And now we have to go to the next page that it won't let me click. Um, just this, for, for, for the record. Yes, please. This, this article was written by GamesRadar staff. Can I point out that this episode, this session is quickly going from Atari to an attack on GameTrader. <laughs> Dude, I can't even... Can you click next page? Yes. Check. This episode is quickly going from Atari to an attack on my iPhone 6S Plus. Dude, I can't click on the... Look. Next page. <clears throat> next page. It does nothing. Terrible. I hate this phone. <clears throat> Number six is the seminal classic... Asteroids. Wait, number six. We were at 17. Fuck. I think you should roll. Come on, Glenn. The, uh, watch the, uh, the headphone. Uh, Too many wires. Lots of wires. Well, this is what you get when you run a high-tech podcast here. Yes. That would be a six. Which... Hilariously enough, is what you said the game was. <laughs> <laughs> Number six. 
Well, that must mean I was correct. You were correct. Do you really think I was wrong, or do you think this bullshit website was wrong? No, no, no. I think we should blame uh, Games Radar. Staff. Staff. I'm sorry. Not so much the website. Well, I, I would love to be on the same page as you. However. That's okay. We'll make it through. The objective of the game is to last as long as possible, destroying asteroids and other objects as they appear while avoiding them as well. What? Oh, good for you. <laughs> so you're to destroy them as they appear, but also avoid them. Yes. Good. Though it was considered a much easier game than the arcade original, the Atari 2600... God damn it. Let's see. Come on, back-to-back sixes. Why did you go eat a decroted piece of crap? 18. Uh, you son of a bitch. Though it was considered a much easier game than the arcade original, the Atari 2600 still stands out as an example of how to make potentially repetitive games an enjoyable experience. Hmm. That write-up was borderline uh, readable. But this is where it's going to fall apart again. Oh, dude, let me read this one. Yars Revenge. Oh, you got it? I had this game. So the game features the player as an intergalactic flying bug that must shoot down the evil... What the fuck? Quotile, which hides behind its shields. There is a neutral zone in the middle where missiles cannot hurt the player, but the player can't shoot either. The quotile has some tricks up its sleeve, though, and can still fire an angry swirl. A what? God damn it. Fuck, five. This game is diarrhea coming out of my dick. An angry, very, very angry. Hey, I'm hunting wabbits. So these angry swirls, uh, they do damage. Part of the appeal was the difficulty of the game and the strategies uh, that developed <clears throat> using the various mechanics available. Specifically, the neutral zone is often cited as a stroke of genius. Dude, this game was awesome. I so, don't know anything about this game. So, uh, it was so, neat. so can you translate all this bullshit into sure. regular speak? Um, from from what I remember, you uh, all right. So the screen, it's kind of it's it's a fucked up looking screen. So it has like this rectangular screen. It's mostly black, and on the left hand side, you are this bug, an intergalactic flying bug. So you maybe were in this black region that was what would you say maybe twenty percent of the screen. Just beyond that, running vertically would be like this like rainbow colored kind of like bizarre section that you were immune. You, so you would be able to go into this area when like swarms were coming at you and it was like your defense area. So you would take your player and you would move it into this grid and nothing can hurt you. But in order to attack that enemy, you would have to number 1 be out of this vertical line and you would have to mow down their shield before you can kill the enemy. So that was it. It was basically you trying to evade, and then right. you would use the shield to kind of, you know, uh, buy yourself some time, and then you would pop out, fire some shots, break down the shield, kill the enemy, and then move on to the next board. Cow a fucking piece of dog shit. It was fun from what I remember, but looking at the screen, no, this game sucked. <laughs> Centipede, another terrible fucking game. This was, I think this is the game that I got with my Atari, because I played the shit. Nice. Out of this game. Though the hardware limitations prevented the game. Prevented the what? 
I think people will mostly listen to this podcast um, for us to fuck up and have to roll and drink. What is it? Uh, the suspense. That is a 20. Bullshit. Bullshit my ass. It's a 20. Fuck drink you. Up, drink up, son. Hail to the king, baby. That's the second time. That's the second time. You're getting hard. Continue, please. I don't even have any proficiency bonuses. <laughs> <clears throat> Though the hardware limitations prevented the same graphical quality from being presented, the gameplay translated incredibly well to home consoles. The player moves a cannon from side to side while firing at the centipede, making its way through the course. Extra points are granted for hitting various other enemies, like the spider and fleas. Nothing like attacking fleas. They're very dangerous. They are. They're brutal. Cactuses are dangerous. Dude, really? Miss Pac-Man? Come on now. Miss Pac-Man. Everything's an old pink. What a fucking stupid game. Like, Pac-Man wasn't good you enough. You really got a thing against Pac-Man. Dude, I fucking hate Pac-Man. <laughs> it's like one of the worst games ever made. You, just you know, I was watching Scott Pilgrim versus the world, and according to that movie, yes, yes. they were going to name him Puck Man because he looks like a yellow hockey puck. Really? Uh, but they were afraid that those dastardly teenagers were going to alter the name to Fuck Man. Yeah, yeah, that's what I would have done. Fuck Man. <laughs> so it's Ms. Fuck Man. Ms. Fuck Man to you. Uh, Is Ms. Pac-Man a, a transgender person? It, 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 no, because then they wouldn't go by, oh, wait. <laughs> well, is it transgender or transsexual? Or are they one and the same? I don't know. I have no idea. Just read the All thing. these rules confuse me. They Pac-Man. <laughs> Z Pac-Man. <laughs> Z. Zer. Uh, whereas the original Atari 2600... You don't start a sentence with whereas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time. It's Sorry. like we're writing fucking bills in <laughs> like the House of Representatives. Fuck's sake, man, you're amateur. Whereas the original Atari 2600 version of Pac-Man was a, in parentheses, very poor port. The port of Miss Pac-Man was nothing if not stellar and crisp. Of everything included in the arcade cabinet, the only thing missing from the Atari 2600 version were the intermissions. That means that four different mazes, different colored ghosts, fruit, and even an animated title screen made the jump to consoles. And that's none too shabby, especially considering how much was cut from the original Pac-Man port. How many fucking times are they going to use the word port? Port forward. Port forward. If you want to play uh, Fantasy Grounds, you got to make sure you port forward. Uh, Fantasy Grounds. Yeah. Sorry, let's go on. Qbert. By the way, why do I keep leaning forward when I hear my phone beep just to realize that my phone is in my hand? Uh, addiction. It is. And Glenn Livet. Go ahead. Yes. Qbert. Loved, loved Qbert. This look. Now, I, I think I had this port on. Uh, this port? This port forward. You son of a bitch. <laughs> On my Atari, but I remember it looking not like that. It's funny you say that because the two games so far in this list that I remember owning that I can actually visualize is Berserk and Yars Revenge and Qbert. 
because uh, I own Qbert as well. Um, dude, all three of them in my mind's eye look a hundred times. It's like they were done in 4K. Right, right, yeah. Not this pixelated fucking bullshit. Like, what are these lines on the left? Like, two Shadows. blocks up? Dude, what the fuck oh, is that? Oh, like off to the side you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, like, so what is that? it's a pyramid of cubes. Um, some of them are blue. Some of them are yellow. Obviously, Qbert is trying to transform them all. I'm assuming to the yellow color on account of him off out in space are just two lines that are yellow. Yes. Um. So I'm not sure... Uh, what that is or why those are there. Maybe it's a glitch. I, who knows? It's Atari. Uh, You're totally rolling. The entire game revolves around the titular character, Qbert, jumping around to turn blocks the same color. Whilst, with a T, <laughs> the player <laughs> goes about this business, Coily, the snake, and other bizarre creatures give chase it's admittedly a pretty weird scene, but it's weird in a good way. Son of a bitch. That in I, no way describes the game no. at all. No. But they, I give them credit for using the word whilst. And titular. Yes. Titular. How about Pong, number 11? Ah, yes. What is it that you can say about Pong? I'm sorry, but how do you start a sentence on a new game with the word but? Fuck's sake, man, you're amateur. How does that make any sense? Dude, by the way, after this episode is done, I'm never referencing <laughs> another Games Radar fucking article again in my life. Ironically, I'm only referencing Games oh Radar from God, here on out. Oh my God, this is awful. But the time-honored tradition... <laughs> how does that make any fucking sense? But the time-honored tradition of the original Pong is something that can't, with no apostrophe, they can't be bothered with an apostrophe, uh, can't easily be tainted. The gameplay... I'm sorry. I'm going to stop you. Yes. Let's just slow down. Let's oh, pump the brakes. You, you want to go over that sentence? But the time-honored tradition of the original Pong is something that can't easily be tainted. Yes. What? Right. Okay. What um, is your major malfunction, numbnuts? It's interesting because... Dude, I, I can't even put a fucking spin on this. Oh, let, 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 let's finish reading the whole thing. The gameplay consists of tennis-like rules where two paddles bounce a ball between them and hope to have the opponent miss in order to score a point. Given that it's usually black on white... That's fucking racist... There's, again, no apostrophe. Why not? Fuck it. There's not much more to this. It was immensely popular upon release and remains one of the most influential and oft-copied games of its time. Oh, good for you! What, what, what's going on here? I, I, I have... Here's what the write-up should say. Oh, God. As one of the first video games ever made... Pong is a game for two players where each player takes control of a paddle on either side of the screen and play ping pong. Hence yes. the name Pong. Pong. Yes. Let's move on, please, before my fucking head explodes. Warlords. Number 10. The player... I'm sorry. Couldn't even get two words yeah, in. Yeah, nope. Cow fucking pizza dog shit. That should be an automatic drink. It should not be. No, 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 it should be, because you seem to be the only 
<laughs> the only one. Dude, it didn't even hit the fucking table. You literally rolled it right on the floor. No, no, no. You can't roll my die. You got to find your die. Son of a bitch. Oh, thank Three. you, die. Yes. 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 I made it past the. Good job. You've succeeded. <sighs> let's just let's just take a break. Yeah, yeah. Take a deep breather. Breath, deep breath. Here we go. Yeah. Do it. Come on, warlords. The players each control a shield guarding a wall of blocks in front of their respective knights. A fireball bounces around the screen that the players can deflect using paddle controllers to send them off at their enemies to destroy the blocks guarding their knights. <sighs> deep breath. <laughs> The last knight standing wins the round, and the winner of five rounds wins the game. Though the graphics are nothing to write home about, the game they represent certainly is. Talk about a series overdue for a revisit. What the fuck is happening in this game? I'm looking at this picture. It's so it's um <clears throat> Is that a fish? I don't know. It's a black screen. And then there's four purple bars. Uh, that are on each of the corners, the top left, top right, bottom right, bottom left, that jut out about halfway into the screen. And then there's just half moons everywhere, half moons all over the place, and then a goldfish floating in the middle of the screen. What the fuck is happening right now? I know what's happening. Yes. I can, I can explain this. So in this particular picture, this game is diarrhea coming out of my um, This is a four-player game. Okay. So... If you notice on the right, you have like the green and the purple paddle. Yeah. That's what, when you're moving your joystick, you're moving those paddles. That orange ball, that orange fish, rather, the goldfish. Yeah. That's part of Warlords. Um, that is the fireball, quote unquote. Uh, that's supposed to be moving around, destroying your shield. If you um, notice, like part of the shield is destroyed yes, on the yes, upper right yes. and the lower left. Um, so you're supposed to be using your, this paddle to prevent the Frogger. shield. Right, Frogger. Let's move on. An iconic game. Um, this is number nine. Yeah, keep looking for your die, because I'm sure on number eight you're going to have to roll. Uh, the, 19 <laughs> the 1982 version included everything from the arcade game, like navigating the street filled with cars, the river full of logs, and flies that could be picked up for extra points. Uh, the bright and distinct colors made all of the original objects stand out from each other in a way that made sense. The fuck? Uh, the Atari 2600 version is a timeless classic and perhaps the best version of Frogger. Did you find it? I'm going to read it one more time because that definitely didn't make any sense. The I found 19 it. Oh, good, 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 good. The 1982 version included everything from the arcade game, like navigating the streets filled with cars the river full of logs and flies that could be picked up for extra points. The bright and distinct colors made all of the original objects stand out from each other in a way that made sense. The Atari 2600 version is a timeless classic and perhaps the best version of Frogger. It probably is the best version. I, I, I would agree. I played oh, the shit out of this game. Dude, I played the shit out of the next game. Oh my god, pole position. Yes. <clears throat> uh, pole position was a racing game. Um, again, in my mind, this Look shit looks advanced like, graphics. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, half the screen is gray. 
and then <laughs> for, because, for the road, you know. Of course. Uh, with a dotted yellow line down the middle, uh, and then the color of the car is like a purple with four black rectangles representing the wheels, and uh, you're right behind, right up on the ass of the car. Um, and the same color of the car, coincidentally, is the same color as the sides of the road to let you know where the barriers are. And the grass off in the distance is also gray. So this is a world of pavement. And we're, we're going towards a mountain <laughs> trying to find a world that doesn't have any pavement. It's like the reverse of Mad Max. Yes, yes. The core game remained unchanged. However, and the... Excuse me. The core game remained unchanged, however, and the game. <laughs> like, how am I? <laughs> no, that wasn't actually you. This I know, time. but how am I supposed to? Okay, <clears throat> whatever. Just, this is this is what it's written uh, on GamesRadar.com. Do you think, by the way, see mm. this article was written in 2012. Do you think between 2012 and the present that they've actually learned? had to translate from Chinese to English. We've come a long way from 2012. Yes, we have. The core, the core game remained unchanged, comma, however, comma, and the gameplay had the player weaving in and out of a series of enemy cars while twisting and turning with the road. The car accelerates automatically, and the fire button acts as a brake button. As the player jets down the rope, no, fucking phone. Uh -huh. Sorry, go ahead. It's okay. I'm gonna need for you to retard your anger. I'm sorry. Though the environment might be sparse and oddly colored, the game itself continued to be exhilarating. What do you mean by colored? Uh, well, like I, probably because the grass is all pavement. Oh. Oh, okay. I heard colored. I just want to make sure that we're not. Okay. It's not problematic. All right. Good. The game itself continued to be exhilarating. Everything that made the arcade game as good as it was made the jump to home consoles. Uh, and for reference, according to this screenshot, the car is currently driving 200 miles per hour. Right. Now we're getting into the shit. Now we're getting into the fucking good shit. Hold on. My, uh, my phone took a shit. Oh, all right. Uh, no, no, no. I don't want you to read. Can I borrow your phone? Sure. I'll, I'll read off of your phone because uh, that's, that's not fair. Here we go. I don't want to drop your spit. Oh, my God. Dig dug. Yeah, get into the shit now. Oh, dude. The player, as the intrepid gardener dig dug, must dig around and try to blow up the pesky enemies cluttering the screen with their handy-dandy air pump. There are also rocks scattered about that the player can strategically use to drop on said enemies if they so choose. They aren't terribly discriminating, however, and will crush the player just as easily. What? This is a game where you take an air pump and you stuff it into the mouth of an enemy and pump him up until he explodes. What a great game. I think I clicked on next page for you. Ah. Uh, I'm still on page one. Good. Um, here we go. Now we're getting into this shit. Space Invaders. What a great game. The different variations allowed for elements like moving shields and invisible invaders, but the core game remains a classic. Though it went on to inspire games like Galaxian and Galaga, the original Space Invaders for Atari 2600 remains a worthwhile game to play for an afternoon or more. Uh, I'm sure you have Space Invaders. Oh, of course. Yeah, I think yeah, that's a classic. Space Invaders. That's up there with like uh, Missile Command. 
Yeah. You know, it's just one of those games. You had to have played if you had an Atari. How's uh, how's your iPhone 6S Plus Q uh, going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get to page three right now. We're getting there. Uh, oh, it. Space Invaders. Combat. Here oh, we go. Dude, what a fucking... What a game. This, as the kids say these days, this, this was my shit, son. This thing was straight litty. Straight cheese, yo. Is that what they say? I don't think so. They don't say cheese? Liddy? Straight dragon fire. Liddy? Like litigation? L- lit. Oh, like... This party lit. Oh. Like, word is my bond? I don't know what that means. Oh. Some Wu-Tang? Nope. Not... Nope. We're beyond that. Yeah. We have to advance from Wu-Tang. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I can't get there. Number five, Combat. Uh, though simplistic and straightforward, the game remains an enjoyable experience due mostly to the tank levels. <laughs> a form of tank pong can be played that is both brilliant and strangely addicting. Shots bounce off walls, and some variations require them to do so before they hit their target. Then again, it's pong with tanks. There is little there that doesn't sound appealing. Good for you. <laughs> why, why is it that I feel that half of these were typed up uh-huh. in like Taiwan and then dumped into Google Translate and yeah. then just plugged into this website? It's the only thing that makes sense to me. Also, we've drank quite a bit of Glenn Shivitz. Fuck. Oh, you got a great game as the next one. Adventure. Yeah, I'm actually wearing an Adventure t-shirt. <clears throat> adventure time? No. Oh, adventure. Uh, in adventure, you play a square that looks for a key in a very brightly colored castle. In the game, the player navigates a series of screens in order to find and return an enchanted chalice to the gold castle. There are multiple items hidden throughout the world, such as swords and the keys needed to unlock the castles, as well as monsters to defeat. There are even dragons named Yorgle, Grundle, Grundle, yes, <laughs> and Rindle that will eat the player if they come into contact with them. You gotta watch out for fucking Grundle. <laughs> he stinks. <laughs> oh my god! If you're looking for inspiration for your D and D campaign, go find Grundle the dragon. <laughs> Oh man! It's a brown dragon. <laughs> Hold on. Progenitor. Progenitor. Okay, good. I had to make sure that I don't mess up this next word. I had to go to dictionary.com, or is this Webster? I think I went to Webster.com. Like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> These motherfuckers don't even understand what the concept like is of a semicolon. They're going to use the word progenitor? Like, really? <laughs> Fucking what does progenitor mean? The, uh, Not uh, for me, for the audience. Uh, let, let's Hold on. I'm going to go. I'm going to read the actual definition. Uh, an ancestor in the direct line. Forefather. A biologically ancestral form. Good. So Super Breakout is the sequel to Breakout. Like, are you fucking... Like, really? Or a progenitor. Yeah, or a progenitor. Everything from now on, every sequel is going to be referred to as a progenitor. 
So in that one episode where we talked about sequels and how terrible they are, no, we should go back and dub over the word progenitor. You know what? The problem is the progenitor yeah, is yeah. terrible. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, so number three, Super Breakout. What Super Breakout offers over its progenitor is a set of three different modes other than the original. Double gave the player two bars on top of each other to move and two balls to juggle. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what she said. Uh, Cavity provided two extra balls encased in bricks that could be used once freed and progressive, like it sounds, progressively moved the ceiling down to make play faster and more difficult as time went on. That whole fucking thing was two sentences. Yes. Good. I'm not reading that again. <laughs> That's um, awful. That gives like absolutely I would, no description. I would of love the game. for people to reach out to the show and just ask them if these descriptions we're reading really help illustrate what's happening in these fucking games. Oh, that's actually a very good point. I, I almost it, it's it would almost be as bad as me trying to describe the picture that they give to explain Super Breakout, which is basically a black screen with two vertical gray bars, one on the left, one on the right, and then a series of what? Pink, purple, Darker deeper purple. purple, and green. I don't even know what the fuck is going on here. It was almost like what's that move? Uh, what's that game? Where you moved and you had to pop uh, the ball up and like destroy the blocks above you. Brick break. Brick break. There was also another one. I can't think of the fucking name of it. Oh, um, there was like a fancy name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but you know what I'm talking about? Where yeah. you would rotate like the bar on the bottom. You would hit the ball. It would go yeah. up and yeah. Super breakout. Go ahead. Number two. <laughs> Missile command. Somehow this is two paragraphs. Though it began life as an arcade game, the Atari 2600 port remained miraculously faithful to the source. It limited the player to one missile base, three missiles on the screen at once, and had some other oddities, but remained largely the same even down to the screeching alarms and tones. As an added bonus, the backgrounds changed colors as the waves continue. The hectic pace and consistent movement made Missile Command an enjoyable game when it first released. And it remains so because of it. Quick! Someone give this game the Geometry Wars treatment. Stat! Can we just get on with number one? Yeah, uh, number one. Pitfall! (laughs) And of course it has to have an exclamation point. Pitfall! Yes, pitfall! Exclamation point. They haven't used an exclamation point throughout the entire three-page article, but they had to use three in like the last two paragraphs. Uh, Pitfall. The real trouble comes when you factor in the time limit a mere 20 minutes. The game even taunted players by providing underground tunnels that advanced the screen three times for every full tunnel explored. Unfortunately, said tunnels are even more dangerous than the ground above them with scorpions guarding their passages. If you were looking to actually complete the game, however, they were a necessary evil. Those lucky enough to reach 20,000 points could even score a sweet patch from Activision uh, for their trouble. How many other games can boast such claims? How does that fucking explain? What do you think, dude? I'm totally writing in to Games Radar. What do you think? 
And they have the balls to say, obviously, not every game can make the list. There were only so many games that can be labeled the absolute best, which, by the way, they gave absolutely like zero description on what any of these games are. I want, I want people to write into DysonPipes at gmail.com, and you tell us if you think these descriptions that Games Radar provided really painted a, a Picasso-esque picture yes. Yes. Of, of what these games were actually all about. And it's Picasso, not Picasso. All right, just saying. Fuck. <laughs> Picasso. He he must have painted with his dick. It must have been like some fucking weird porn you watched. What'd you roll? Oh, no. What'd you roll? A one. Fuck, yes. Now what? I'm guessing that's a double shot. <sighs> it's got to be, right? A critical miss. A critical... What the fuck did you just say? A crit miss. It's a fumble. It's a fucking fumble. Crit miss. Fumble. No such thing as crit misses. Um, we're sure that some of you have games you think should have been uh. added. Whoa. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I kind of feel bad because Glenn Livett is not a fucking like a... Mm. It, it's not like a shooting drink. I feel bad for cooking dinner for the kids later. Oh, my God. These poor kids. Burn my face. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, I don't even want to finish reading it. It's All right. terrible. This website sucks. I'm <clears> fucking... I'm never... Or maybe every single time I need a game review, I am going there. I have no yes. idea. Yeah, I we'll think that should be the official games source for our show. Yeah, I agree. Um, to Games Radar. Oh, man. May they burn in hell. To Pitfall. Pitfall. May the ex... ex- fuck. Hold on. Hold <laughs> one, on. One, more. one more. Oh, fuck you. Four. Uh, maybe to... exclamation points reign supreme. Yes. To Missile Command. Uh, may your three bases... Always take down the enemy. And Arcanoc? Is that the I'm game sorry. that uh, you brick break? Arkanoid? Arkanoid. Yeah, you were close. Why don't to you dice. That? Arcanoc? Hold on. To, no, no, no. That's not me misspeaking. That's not me mis- misspeaking. Ar- miss what? Miss saying? <laughs> uh, you can roll for that one then. And then we'll dice some pipes, this motherfucker. Come on, Glenn. <laughs> on the floor. Dude, that's fucking three times the show. Oh, man. 11, oh, each shit. To dice. And pipes. 